Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and happy Friday. Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. Um, today we're going to be reading the last uh, scripture for the week with Dan Brown. And uh, Dan, would you mind reading this for us? This is 2 Timothy 1, 12b through 14. Another short passage. You're, you're lucking out, man. Yeah, yeah I'm drawing the, the, the long straw here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, please read that for us. Okay. That is why I am suffering as I am. Yet, this is no case for shame, because I know whom I have believed and am convinced that there, that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. What you heard from me, keep as a pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus. Guard the good deposit that is entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. All right, Dan. So as you read through this passage, anything grabbing you or sticking out to you? I'm just... You know, uh, Paul, Paul was awesome, right? Um, always kept his head on right with, uh, you know, his purpose. And I, I just, I think about the fact that he's saying, you know, you know, I'm suffering. I'm suffering, but I'm, I'm, there's no shame in it. Because I know for whom I'm suffering. Man, you know how many times do we do we suffer through stuff, and especially if it's um, you know ministry related or uh, just just being kind or just being a good person, and you're suffering because of it. You know, to me, if you're being kind and, and you're suffering and you're being good and, and you're suffering, man, you got you got great company, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can't say, well, I'm, I'm all alone in that because he's there with you. So uh, he knows for whom I am suffering. I just like the way he keeps his head on straight when, it, when, he's, when he's in it up to his, uh, you know, up to his earlobes. Yeah. Yeah, and to go back to what kind of part of your story that we talked about on Tuesday morning, you, uh, you've experienced some of your own persecution and suffering um, as you've been working towards, you know, your calling uh, for your workplace. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a guy call me out, you know, a fellow manager, you know, call me out in front of all the other managers and kind of chew me out telling me that, you know, I, I shouldn't be doing something like this in the workplace. And to the point where, um, 
our boss, who was the boss over all of us managers, had to, had to tell him to stop. Hmm. And uh, it was interesting. It was interesting. Um, never experienced that. Before. What was your What was your reaction in the moment? Um, I just kind of looked at him. I don't know why, but I just kind of looked at him and smiled. I don't. And, <laughs> and I said, you know, I'd I'd love to talk with you about it later if you'd like. Uh-huh. And um, he never talked to me. But you know what? Because we went down this this road, I got to tell you the rest of the story. Okay. That same manager was bringing a customer through our shop and got to my area where I had a, um, a big picture up that, that said Workplace Church. And he stopped this fellow manager and said, I want to I see this a minute. And he walked into my area and I happened to be in there. And he says, what, uh, what's this all about? And he's pointing at my Workplace Church sign. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I was you know, the sign that you made. Yeah, the sign that I made, uh-huh. and it was one of the things that he was that this manager was chewing me out about. Uh-huh. And he's standing right there. Yeah, and he's standing right there. <laughs> it was that. It was that manager that was chewing the customer out. And he walked up, walked right up to me. The customer did walked right up to me, and asked me about that. And I told him, "Well, it's a ministry, you know." And I gave him a, a short answer to what it was. He says, he looks at me and he looks at the other manager and he says, that's awesome. He goes, I happen to be a pastor. He was both a pastor and a, um, uh, a head purchasing person that was there to buy parts from us. And he, he looked over at that other manager. He goes, that right there makes me want to buy parts from you guys. <laughs> so don't ever, don't ever, uh, you know, if you don't pick up the, the your fists and you let God defend you, he does a lot better job of it. Yeah, man, that must have felt so sweet. <laughs> I, I couldn't help but laugh. And, and that other manager just, and he laughed too. He actually couldn't believe it. He kind of just looked down and shook his head and, and kind of chuckled. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that story, Dan. True. That's, like, that's just the kind of stuff that you're, I remember you calling me after one of these events and you were just like pumped. Oh yeah. You're just like, I just got persecuted today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited about it. Um, Which is just a sign of the presence of the Holy Spirit. I, you know, knowing who you suffer for. Yeah. Being like, yeah, I've got, I mean, that's what, um, you know, guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. But then he also talks at the beginning about, I'm convinced that he's able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. So Paul is putting his life. I mean, that's, I know whom I've, I've believed. You know, it says, there's no shame because I know whom, whom I have believed. The word belief is much closer to, the Greek word belief for belief is actually much closer to the word, our word of trust than it is to believe. Does that make sense? Like it's better translating that word believing as trusting. You know, I know whom I have trusted and I'm convinced that he's able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day, which I think is Paul's life. You know, I've, yeah, 
I'm, in, I'm entrusting my life to you. And then he tells Timothy, guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us, which is like God giving Timothy his life. You know, there's this exchange. But, but man, when, when we entrust ourselves to God, when we put our, our lives in his hands, he puts his life into our hands, you know? And there's a sense that Paul has already given up his life. You know, he's already, he's already given it over to God and been like, well, my life is yours. So, and then in exchange, like you just said about the, the customer coming through and, and patting you on the back in front of your accuser, in front of your persecutor, patting you on the back and saying, man, this guy makes me want to buy your product because of his faith. Um, now, now you've been entrusted with something too, you know, of there's this sweet exchange that happens when we're able to let go of our lives and consider it as, you know, nothing to us and totally God's. And then he gives us his life and it's totally ours, you know? And, um, and that's some of the sense I've picked up from you is, is you've kind of told me about some of the experiences you've had um, and uh, just the joy that you have being persecuted for doing good and um, the fellowship you experience uh, between you and Christ, knowing that um, your life is in his hands and his life is in your hands. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's awesome to feel stuff like that. I think I was so pumped because you're experiencing what, you're experiencing what you've read about in scripture. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually happening. You know, it's actually true. And, you know, for his sake, you'll be persecuted. So when you're pursuing stuff, you'll be persecuted. But, man, it, it does. It gives you kind of joy when you realize that that's really where it came from. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's it kind good. of gives you the, hey, bring it on, man. Yeah, bring it on. It's good stuff. Well, Dan, I'm thankful for you. Thanks for being on the podcast this week. And um, I'll probably see you Sunday morning. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Sweet. Well, everyone, I hope you join us for worship Sunday morning. Um, we worship me at 10 a.m. virtually. But you know what? I encourage all of us to, I mean, now that we can meet in person in Michigan, um, I encourage you to seek out a group of 10 people who you can get together with in person and open scriptures, maybe sing a song or maybe just share Thanksgiving, um, pray for each other, maybe share some communion or a meal together and just worship in, um, in person. That's what I encourage us to do in small groups. Um, and if that's something that you do on Sunday morning and you can't join us for worship virtually online, who cares? <laughs> like, <laughs> go be the church. Um, and that's what we want to encourage everyone to do. Um, be the church, um, experience that uh, fellowship, and um, you're empowered. So I hope, hope you guys feel empowered to do that. And if you're open on Sunday morning, absolutely, please come, come and join us for worship. Uh, we'd love to see you there. So hope to see you there, Dan. And everyone, go in grace and peace. Have a great weekend. Talk to you later. Night.
Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.